Welcome to the Karate Shrimp Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Bleem. Join me in exploring all the ways we can perform better in life and martial arts. How are you doing? Like, actually, how are you doing? A lot of people are struggling right now. I think maybe always have been struggling in some way. Maybe it's just brought to light more with world events, with war and tremendous amounts of suffering with the pandemic, all of that stress, you know, financial stress for so many people, so many people losing jobs and homes and loved ones and relationships ending. There's so much loss. You know, you can feel it, this collective suffering in the world right now, possibly because we're all connected, so connected online and, you know, we're sharing in that. We don't want to overshare though, right? Do we? We, we don't want to seem, well, we don't want to be a burden to other people. We don't want to open up too much and have them know that we're not okay because, you know, we need to act tough and be strong. And we're taught that being strong means you keep it to yourself. I know I was raised that way. You know, we don't want to burden people, but we also... We're scared, right? We're scared to talk about this stuff. Loss is scary. Death is scary. And like for me, I mean, I think I have, you know, fear of dying, but not as much as losing other people, right? Like I lost my dad when I was 10 and then I lost my mom last year. Um, I've lost other really important people to me too. And I never knew how to talk about that stuff when I was young. I didn't when my dad died, my mom was struggling like big time and I didn't want to burden her. I didn't want to, you know, add to her grief. So I kept it to myself and, you know, didn't talk about it. And I thought that meant I was strong, right? I was being strong for her by keeping my mouth shut. And then later on, my sister's first husband passed away. This was 20 years later and it was horrible and heart-wrenching. And it all came out, you know, all that grief I'd been holding in, all that suffering, it all came out. I fell apart. I didn't really have a choice. I cried for like a month straight. And the way I see it, you know, I fell apart. And because of that, I was finally able to put myself back together. I was able to find the missing pieces, you know, all those years, not being able to find peace with my, my dad's death, not knowing how to verbalize that pain. I finally, you know, I fell apart. I found that missing piece of me. And after that, I felt really good. I felt like I could open up to people about loss and pain. I could be open when I was sad. I could cry in front of people and not feel... Oh, when I was a kid and I, if I cried in front of someone, I felt so ashamed. I didn't want to show it, but it is okay to show it. You know, and I got to a place where I could show it. And it was so liberating to me to be able to talk about this stuff and not feel embarrassed to cry, you know. And then I then I cried over everything. I could watch, you know, cutesy kid commercials and I'd cry, you know, something touching on TV and I'd cry. But it was good. I could talk about it. I could show it. I didn't have to hide that. And then, you know, I could feel that sadness and then move forward. It wouldn't keep me stuck, right? Stuck in that grief. And uh, then my mom, when she got diagnosed with cancer six years ago or so, I went right back to the way I was when my dad died, feeling like I have to keep it all inside so I don't stress anyone out. So I don't know, are you going through that with anything in your life? Feeling like you don't know how to talk about it? You don't want to, you don't want to burden people, but you're hurting. 
for something, over something, you might be A. And, you know, we find different ways of coping, right? Some of us do talk about the stuff. We need to talk. We need to unload. We need to cry. We need to watch really emotional holiday movies or something, something touching on TV or the movie theater, and that helps us release it, right? Others of us, you know, maybe we have a creative outlet. You know, some people, they can express their pain through art, beautiful art or music. Some of us through writing. Some of us, you know, we become martial artists and we use that pain to fuel our practice, right? We take all of it and we transform it into something that makes us stronger, right? And this is something that's amazing about martial arts that we intentionally go into a situation where we're going to experience pain. We're going to get hit. We're going to get possibly injured. We are going to experience some form of suffering. You know, if you've ever been punched in the face or they got really hard or donkey kicked, there's some pain involved. There's some suffering involved. And we do that intentionally in martial arts. And that's so cool. That's so cool to me. That, you know, we go in there and we say, I'm willing to face that pain, you know, bring it. And with practice, you know, at first we might feel scared of that and, uh, you know, hesitant to, to put ourselves in that situation. But we learn to trust ourselves and we learn to trust our partners, our training partners, that they won't destroy us. And we learn that we can handle pain and we we build up a tolerance to it. If you've ever done, you know, forearm conditioning exercises in martial arts where you're walloping you know limbs together or you know doing it as solo training Um, I like partner training with that you get some nice bruises on your forearms from doing these conditioning drills you learn that you can you, you toughen up like at first you bruise really easily right you get these massive bruises and with practice with training you you don't bruise so easily you do toughen up and you know martial arts are great that you know we can have this outlet for our pain And we also have a process through which we can, you know, toughen up during the experiencing of pain. We we intentionally experience pain and we get stronger for it in martial arts and in the rest of our lives. So, you know, if you're a martial artist and you have that outlet, that's awesome. Maybe you have some other physical activity that you do, like strength training is awesome for taking that, you know, um, our pain, our inner pain and transforming it into something positive and, and also learning how to cope with pain. Because, you know, if you lift weights, if you lift heavy weights, it's, it's tough, it's hard on your body, you know, you get the shakes and you feel exhausted and you have to push through it. And so anything like that, if you have a physical outlet that can help you work through pain, that can be incredibly helpful for dealing with all this stuff. Some of us might find an escape, you know, maybe we need just to check out you know, and whether that's travel, some people do this with vacations, they just need to get away, I just need to get away from my stress or whatever it is, maybe they need to move, they move away to entirely different location, you know, new life, Um, maybe they escape into, you know, other things, like maybe they drink, maybe they do drugs, maybe, um, you know, it's online stuff, like I know when I'm really stressed, I tend to go online more often, which is interesting, because I have an online venture and I'm always on my computer. So I have to be very mindful of that, you know, when I'm um, trying to check out, right? If I'm overwhelmed and then I go online to check out, to take a break from my stress, it just, it does increase my stress, right? So, but sometimes we do that, right? But, you know, the bottom line is we're all dealing with it. We're all dealing with something and we need some way to work through it, right? We need an outlet 
I think especially a physical outlet. You know, if you don't already train or you haven't been training in a while, finding that physical outlet through martial arts or another sport or some other activity can be tremendously valuable. It, it takes that, all of the adrenaline that you get, you get that adrenaline burst when you're stressed out and you know you burn that off through physical activity and you always feel better, always feel better after a hard training session, right? But you know, I think also just talking about this stuff too, you know, opening up and something that I've been doing with, with my content on, you know, since I started my YouTube channel is I've been, you know, going from a person who was really, really not comfortable being the center of attention, you know, I was really shy as a kid. Uh, I stick a camera in my face and I just freeze like deer in the headlights uh, to actually wanting to create videos and sitting in front of a camera talking to myself and really loving it. Um, that's amazing for me to have that outlet. And I find that I, I, I love opening up about what I'm going through and stuff that, you know, I struggle with and insecurities that I've had and you know, like when I started my channel, huge, huge imposter syndrome, you know, and I, I still have that. I still have that at times where I think, wow, like, who the heck am I to talk about this stuff? You know, I'm, I'm a show, I have my shodan, right, in karate. And, and some of you have, you know, you've been doing martial arts for years and years and years. And I'm, I'm a newbie. I'm really, I really am. And so who am I, you know, who's going to listen to me, but taking that, all of the, that, insecurity, that struggle, that inner struggle over my worth, you know, I talk about that stuff on camera. I'm open with, with you guys about that. Like, okay, I'm feeling really nervous. So I'm going to talk about that, you know, or, ah, uh, this video really sucked. So I'm going to point out the flaws in the video and, and just be open about that, that we're not perfect. Right. So I find talking about this stuff is hugely helpful. And, you know, just sitting in front of a camera for me, and being vulnerable with you guys. And I don't know how many times, including today, I have, you know, cried on screen or, you know, on mic, depending on what version of this you're listening to. And it's okay to do this stuff. It's really liberating. You know, a friend of mine, he, he chatted with me the other day. He's thinking about starting a podcast just to have an outlet. And it's, I totally encourage that, you know, martial arts for sure. If you don't already train in martial arts, kicking people, hitting people, kicking a heavy bag can be incredibly helpful. And, and, you know, when we're struggling, um, but having an outlet where you're, you're naming it, you're saying it out loud, you know, and I watched, um, I don't know if you follow Gary V. Gary V is awesome. I love his stuff so much, but he was talking, he had an interview or a little chat with one guy. And the guy was saying that, you know, he's been really struggling with feeling like getting stuck in the way he felt about himself as a kid and his upbringing and what Gary Vee was saying is like, you just got to say it out loud. You know, like we've got this poison inside of us and we got to let it out. Just let it out. And I find that with talking about this stuff on camera, being open about it, it's incredibly liberating for me. You know, saying like, I'm not always okay and just owning it, right? And it takes that pressure off of myself to be okay all the time, to act like I'm fine, to put on, you know, this face of like this composed face all the time. When I, um, I made a video a while back about quitting the dojo that I was at, that I was training at, that was a hugely heart-wrenching situation last year that I went through. And I, for a long time, I kept quiet about that. Like I had quit the dojo November, 2021, and I made the video I think it was in the summer this year talking about it. 
And what it was that I had been a guest on a podcast on uh, Andrea Harkins, uh, the martial arts woman podcast. And I talked about it on there, leaving the dojo and, you know, going through this situation where I was being harassed. I had a stalker. My relationship with my sensei went downhill over it. And it was really heartbreaking, stressful stuff, really awful, shitty, shitty stuff that happened. But I kept my mouth shut for a long time because I felt like I didn't know how to talk about it. And I think, you know, when you go through a situation where you're a victim, which I was, and then you're treated horribly because you're a victim, which is what happened to me. And I haven't talked about that part too much. I don't know if I will, but maybe one day I will, I will. Um, because I think that happens to a lot of people, you know, and, and possibly a lot of women that, you know, were, where we're victimized and then we're, um, not treated well after that by other people, you know, where people maybe think you're lying about, about what happened to you, or, you know, they think that somehow you're at fault for what happened to you, right? There's a victim blaming that happens. So I think that's uh, partly what happened to me, but I kept my mouth shut because I didn't, I didn't want to invite that. And certainly after I made the video where I opened up about it, I got some DMs on Instagram. Instagram is the one place where I get the most toxic messages from people. I will make an episode about that one day about, I want to talk about women in martial arts and how we're treated and uh, some of the stereotyping and the sexualization that happens and the harassment that we do deal with. And I want to talk about that stuff because I think it's really important. But some of the messages I got from people after that were like, blaming me like oh no there must be more to this story you know you quit your dojo because you're being harassed and all this stuff happened you must have been at fault really toxic stuff that I was getting from total strangers total strangers who follow my videos and you know follow me on Instagram and then reached out to me to tell me that I was the problem right so pretty toxic stuff that I went through and that's what I didn't want to happen and I, I was worried about that I so I held all of that yeah, I kept that experience to myself for months and months, thinking I was going to be judged or I was going to be misunderstood. I was going to be attacked further. And I didn't want to add to that pain. So I kept it in. So like what Gary Vee was saying, that poison, I kept it inside me, that poison. And it was poison. And it was poisoning me. And then when I was on that podcast, Andrea Harkin's podcast, it was great to open up. And then I realized, okay, I got to make a video on this. I got to talk about this and be open because part of it too was I was feeling like a fraud. I was feeling like here I am, I don't even go to a dojo anymore. And I'm making YouTube videos on karate stuff. And how dare I, you know, that's how I felt. And then when I made that video, it was so liberating for me just to say, no, this is what I went through. And I was a victim. I don't feel like a victim. I don't, I don't see myself as a victim. Um, I am way tougher than that, but I went through garbage. I was treated horribly by two different people and that's not okay. And I felt so good opening up about that. So good talking about that and saying, you know what? Yeah, I, I this is what happened and I'm going to move forward now. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm going to move forward from this. And I got so much good feedback from people after that, you know, and, and I was worried about the judgment and I did get that. I did get some of that, but far more, far more support is what I got. Far more support. And I think when we open up about what we're going through, you know, we're so worried about being judged. And yes, there are going to be people who judge us. There 
absolutely are going to be people who are really toxic to deal with and who are going to say nasty things to us and are going to put us down and maybe call us weak or say we're the problem or they're not going to understand or they're going to say, you know what, you should be tougher than that. You're a martial artist. You know, what kind of martial artist are you if you can't handle a little adversity in your life? Um, And they're going to be really callous towards us. But, you know, there's going to be so many more people who are going to say, wow, yeah, I'm here for you. You know, I'm here for you. I'm your, I'm your family. I'm your community. I'm here. I'm here. I'm your friend. You know, and I, I talk to a lot of people. I have people, you know, friends of mine I talk to regularly as well as, you know, people I've never met. I've never met in person. And we have these amazing conversations online. And I'm always willing to listen. You know, if, you, if you're struggling with something, and you reach out to me and you're not just, you know, you're not reaching out to me to be toxic, to put me down or, uh, you know, to troll me or to try and hit me up. I get a lot of that. I'm getting really sick of it, honestly. Um, you know, just because I'm a woman in martial arts doesn't mean you can hit on me in my DMs. Thank you very much. Um, but other than that, like if you're respectful, like I'm totally willing to listen, you know, and I have these great conversations with people where they feel that safety of, you know, texting right we feel safe when we text and they just unload to me and they're like wow like I just I feel so that I like safe with you Sabrina I can open up to you and I think it's it's that relief right when you finally let that poison out it's incredibly liberating it's such a relief right so however we can do it you know whether it's talking to someone or texting or making a video or starting a podcast or hitting a heavy bag or you know, starting a new martial art that scares you or competing for the very first time, whatever it is, you know, we need that. We need, we need that outlet. We need to get that pain out and talk about it. And once we do, it doesn't have such a hold on us anymore. It doesn't control us. When it's the thing that we don't want to talk about or face, that's when we spiral into, you know, drinking or drugs or whatever it may be and we all do something we all have something like for me it's social media you know for me I've had other times where I've gotten obsessive about my weight you know my body or I've gotten obsessive about landscaping and gardening and really obsessive about it whatever it is you know it can be a distraction but it doesn't solve it right it doesn't get that pain out, that poison out. It just numbs it. It just distracts us from it. But if we can find a way to let it out, and the physical stuff is great for that, you know, taking a hit, getting hit in the ring is so awesome. So I think the more we are there for each other, you know, we really need need to be there for each other because we're not all okay. We're not. And that's okay. But we need to let each other know that. And I think if we can normalize opening up even if you know we don't all have to unload on a camera like I do or you know on a podcast like I do but let it out in some way so that it doesn't own us anymore and it's just a part of us and it's a part of our life you know something we went through something we might still carry to a degree but it doesn't have to be such a weight anymore so that was a long ramble (laughs) I just wanted to check in with you guys and see how you guys are all doing. It's been a rough go for a lot of us. I think the last couple of years have been pretty bad for a lot of people, but you know, we are stronger than we think we are. We don't always feel like it, but I mean, part of that strength 
does come from doing that scary thing sometimes. And that scary thing can be starting something new. It can be, you know, sparring when we're scared to spar. It can be opening up about, you know, our very normal struggles that we go through. So I encourage you, reach out, you know, reach out to someone, reach out to me if you're struggling. You know, I always answer uh, texts and, you know, if you comment on my videos or, you send me, you know, an email or, or, you know, send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook or something like that. Um, I'm always open to conversation and opening up about this stuff. So you are not alone. You know, none of us are. And I think we feel like we have to be strong on our own. But really, we are so much stronger together. So let's build each other up as much as we can, you know, to and that makes us stronger. And it makes other people stronger, too. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Karate Shrimp podcast. You can also find me on YouTube at The Karate Shrimp, as well as on my blog, www.thekarateshrimp.com. There you can find more resources as well as online courses to help you perform better in life and martial arts. Feel free to share my content with anyone you know who could benefit from it. See you next time.